Welcome to Belief Busters Podcast, where we change the world one belief at a time. True transformation happens when we question if the beliefs we hold are of truth, or simply someone else's belief that we have internalized as our own. I'm your host, Rev. Cherie Taylor-Jones, and I'm glad you could join us on the journey. Welcome to another episode of Belief Busters. And today we have a guest, Jock Brockus, that has just been um, amazing. We've had a conversation already about spiritual gifts, and I've asked him back here to talk to us about, is there a life after death? You know, we, we think about it, we hope, we pray about it. Some of us are unsure, like they think, well, this is it. This is the one life that we get. So wouldn't it be fun to have that conversation with Jock and see where he lands on the issue? Welcome to the podcast, Jock. Good to see you Thank again. You. Thank you, Shadi. Thanks for having me back. I thoroughly enjoyed their last episode, and I'm looking forward to sharing more knowledge and wisdom with you and, and, and all, the, all the listeners. Yeah, me too. So the afterlife, I mean, we, you know, in many religions, they, they hint that there is an afterlife. They encourage us to believe that our treasures are in the afterlife. So, you know, if we suffer here, it's really not a big deal, right? So <laughs> I, I think it would be really interesting to get into, well, how do we even know that there's an afterlife? Is there such a thing? Well, um, you know, thanks for that. I, I often get asked, you know, do you believe in the afterlife? And and, and it, it might come to a shock to your, your listeners that no, I don't actually. Um, I know that there's an afterlife. So there's a there's a, <laughs> a massive difference between believing and knowing. And it kind of just jumps nicely on from, from our last episode. But um, I think everybody wants to hold on to the fact that we are eternal beings, that there is something better than, than this world. Because let's face it, in this world, we have so many trials, tribulations, heartache, uh, sorrow. Uh, and, you know, these trials, sometimes we don't understand them. Is it part of our destiny? So we, everybody from, from the day dot, basically, has had this experience or this uh, yearning to understand if there is life on the other side. And I think it comes from a fear. And, and I like to, I like to kind of liken this to as well to look at a skeptic. Um, a pseudo skeptic, they will not believe in anything to do with the afterlife or that exists in the afterlife. And they'll go the utmost to try and just prove that it is just a whole nonsense and fallacy. Mm -hmm. But they come from a state of fear. Because they are they are rooted in dogma, or they're or not even dogma, but I suppose dogma and science. They're rooted in science. They're rooted on man's perceptions of what he understands of human nature in the material world. What's the fear? And the fear is that it turns their world upside down. Because if they had to admit that there is something beyond uh, perceived material reality, that throws everything that they have rooted on and everything that they currently have a perception on upside down. And it throws all their life in turmoil even deeper than anything else I've experienced because what has their life been through studying this or going through the whole scientific uh, field? You know, 
when you have done 20, 30, 40 years and given your life to that and then have your whole world turned upside down? It happens. And I think that's where that fear comes from. But of course, we all want to feel that we, we continue after, uh, after our life on this earth, right. after it changes, because it gives us such a feeling of, of comfort. And we fear the transition more than anything else. We fear death. We fear that our life ends and that there's nothing and what's it all for. So from, from right from the beginning of time, man has tried to reconcile oneself to their divine reality and that there's a better existence elsewhere. And if we now go through history, we see examples of it. We see examples of uh, even Jesus saying, you know, there's many mansions in my, my father's house, given an analogy of the vibrational mm-hmm. matches we have in the spirit world. Um, and then we have, we have experiences that go beyond um, scientific understanding that shows there is something, there's an intelligence greater than we are. Mm-hmm. And to know that we continue and, and I also want to go back to the, the feeling and the struggles that people have with grief. When someone, grief is a journey, and I've written on this many, many times, and grief is not something that you can heal from. Grief is a journey that you will go on. And a medium like myself can't heal you from it. And anybody who says that they can, you kind of want to run miles and, and, and don't even look back. Because grief is a journey where, I, all I'm doing is, is being a go-between and giving information that, that withstands scientific principle that shows that our life continues on the other side. But on that journey, all I can do is hold your hand. And when the burden is too heavy, is carry you on my shoulders until you recognize the truth within you and the truth of the other side. And then you grow in your own faith and your own, your own power. And so it gives us, you know, people who are grieving, they're grieving the loss of a loved one, whether it be a, 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 a mother, a father, a daughter, a son, a, anything, even a pet. Sure. Uh, that grief is felt so deeply that they're missing the physical contact. And there's often a lot of... Um, uh, feeling bad, feeling guilty about things. Maybe you didn't have a good relationship with your, your right. father or something and you passed over. And, you know. So there's, there's, that, there's also the understanding that, well, I can make my amends. You know, if, if I didn't have that negativity in that relationship when it was on the material world, then perhaps it's going to be different on the other side. And to know that life continues allows you to look at life differently in the material realm. Not that you would turn around and say, well, I can do anything I want. It's all right on the other side because, you know, you'd still, you know, if you do things as bad here, then, you know, you're going to have to atone for it on the other side as well. But to know that there's a continuation of life after death gives us a unique opportunity to develop spiritually in the material world, mm-hmm. growing towards that light, if you like, that divine power. And it makes us look at the material world differently. And if we then can recognize that life continues on the other side and we learn the language of the soul, we then have the opportunity not to feel lost as deeply and allow it to affect us as much as it does because we're able to 
uh, discern and decipher those subtle nuances, those subtle signs of your loved ones continuing on the other side. And there's many, many examples of it. And, you know, from uh, people seeing apparitions mm-hmm. and, you know, hearing, hearing voices, as you know, as we've spoken before, and, and seeing signs that are completely unusual, I think that gives people an understanding that, that life continues and it makes them feel much better. And my job is a medium is to help people who are suffering through that imbalance, if you like, and to help bring some closure and bring some harmony back into their life. And I give them the, the knowledge and the wisdom that they have, not only just to feel the presence of their loved ones, but to grow in spirit and to serve others. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's about. We grow in service. Right. I find it interesting when you talked about being able to discern the signs from our loved ones that prove that life continues after this physical nature that we're here on, on planet Earth. And when you said that it also eases the grief yeah. journey, um, I think that's really profound. It does. And that's the thing. We all have to experience an element of grief in our life to, to try and understand and to grow, you know, to grow. Um, and when you do receive a sign from, and some people, you know, I've, I've taught videos where people say, I, I haven't had any signs. Why well, haven't had any signs? And it's normally because they're so deep in their grief that they are unable to understand and raise that vibration. But to even have a small sign or to have an evidential sign from a medium, and there's differences between mediums, I can assure you, but to have an evidential sign, that can change someone's life in such a dramatic way that it allows them to begin their journey to healing their grief. Because remember, I said, I can't heal them. Right. But But if I can give them just that small, that piece of evidence that fits in that jigsaw, that place, that could be all it needs for them to start their journey on their own and to start them, them healing what they're going through. So I think it's, it's very important that we understand people's grief. I can teach anybody within a couple of hours how to communicate with the other side and get evidence and get good information, but it doesn't make them a medium. So I think, you know, it, it, to be a medium is a journey that I, that I go on and many go on and it's a life, it's, it's a lifestyle. I mean, I, you sacrifice so much and um, you are in development 24 hours a day, seven days a week, trying to excel your own spiritual understanding and growth mm-hmm. so that you can serve people at a greater level. Mm-hmm. It's all about service. Yeah, it is. I, I think that is the, the gist of spiritual gifts and um, expanding our consciousness is to be able to serve people in a greater, more powerful way. So, yeah, thank you for that. So the life after, what happens when you work with a client to that's deep in grief, that is missing their, their, their loved one that has crossed over? How does that process work? And how, does, how do you know that you're helping them be aware that there is more than this physical nature? Well, that's a great question. And you know what? I've thought about this many times. And one of the things that I do is 
a reading for someone who's grieving is just one aspect. It's actually just, and, and a lot of mediums that are doing it, they think that's it. It's, they, they've given them a, a, a reading and they should be grateful for that reading, that evidence, and they're ready to go on with their life. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. So if I'm reading for someone who's suffering and I can give them good evidence that their loved ones are around them, that is just one small piece of rice in a bag of rice or a grain of sand in the desert. What I want to do after that is begin to educate them and get them to ask questions and get them to learn more and to develop their spirituality, which is why every person that I've ever read or I've ever worked with, I continually give them education. And which is why I put out so many videos when people ask me questions rather than me just giving them the answer. I'll I'll record a lesson on it and I'll put it out for people to learn Mm -hmm. because I want it to serve in a greater way. So it's important I don't just think of the the reading in itself as just, that's it. I have got to help them understand it, um, come to terms and educate and get them to hopefully start to grow in spirit and spirituality. Um, And I can say, uh, I have a friend uh, back in Scotland and um, I've never met him face to face, but we've got really close. And uh, Michael is such a spiritual, he he lost, nearly lost his wife through cancer. He lost his son. And it's been amazing that the communications that I've had from the other side that have given him evidence, even without speaking to him on the phone, just a message that's maybe come through and I text it to him or something Mm -hmm. that has been so strong. Um, It has changed his life dramatically. And and he has grown as as a human being, as a man, as as, as a spiritual person, is phenomenal, uh, phenomenal transition that he's made. And now he serves others. He's, he's running a charity for those who have lost, you know, uh, babies and, and, and lost mm-hmm. uh, siblings. I'm very grateful to be part of, a tiny, tiny part of that story. But it's all about him and it's all about his story. All I was was a conduit to his, his growth. That was it. That's all I did. Nothing more, nothing, nothing special. Um, I was able to give them, you know, give him evidence and, of his son and his father, and, and, and he's had a lot of loss. But he's the best example that I can, that I can say of, of somebody who's really changed their life in a dramatic way. And, and people I've, you know, that I've read, that, I, that I've taught, you know, I, I've done readings for people in, in Florida and I end up teaching workshops and teaching those people mm-hmm. um, who have now developed their own spiritual path and who serve, uh, Karen Florida, who, who, who serves those with cancer. And, so I, I, it's more than just giving someone a redentory. It's about helping them to change and serve. That's what it is. So what I'm hearing is you're shifting perception of someone has to go to a medium to be able to have the communication, to be able to connect with their beloved in the afterlife. You're actually saying, hey, you could do this yourself. And let yeah. me give you some tips on how you can start this conversation. That's huge. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's basically, the, the, I'll be the first step that they'll come and they'll get evidence of their loved ones that they've lost. They're grieving and they get evidence and it makes them think. Because I'll say to them, I, I, I won't, very seldom I'll ever read for, 
maximum three times. I just don't read for people continually. I know the mediums out there that read for people every month and it's, it's a way of them getting income. Right. I only help someone and I'll say, you know, by the third time, if you've not learned, then I'm not the right person for you because I want them, I don't want them to rely on me and me to be their crutch. I, I want them to learn and I want them to recognize, look, you're a spiritual being. You have divine power in you. You might not be able to do what I do at the level that I do or other mediums do, but there is a path for you. You can communicate with your loved ones. You can recognize them. And saying that as well, I also want to put a caveat that there's dangers on the afterlife, which is why I wrote my book, Deadly Departed. Um, you need to know about these dangers. You don't open a door and just leave anybody to come in. Mm -hmm. So I want people to do things in a responsible manner to help them with their spiritual development, their understanding of the afterlife, their understanding of the spirit world, good and bad. And, and I don't hold nothing back. Because I think it changes, it changes them dramatically and they can serve others as well. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they'll go out and do a reading, but it might be that they'll have a deeper understanding of someone's emotion or someone's turmoil and they may be able to serve. Can you give listeners tips on um, how to avoid the charlatans? Because let's face it, there are some charlatans out there. Oh, yeah. Okay, so there is a lot of charlatans out there. And, and there's a lot of charlatans that don't think they're charlatans. With the best will in the world, they probably have, a, a, they, they feel that they're serving, but they haven't developed themselves in such a way. If you are going out to find, you want to go and visit a medium, then you would want to try and get uh, a recommendation. I only offer, I only really, 90% of, of everything I do is on recommendation. Very few things. I get so many people contacting me through my website and I, I, I don't accept them for reasons. I, I don't. The only time that I would accept them is if I get a nudge from the other side, which has happened many times, okay. saying, no, you need, to you need to help this person. This person is, I, I will know because I've, I've discerned that and I have that connection that I, I'm yes. able to deduce that. There's great mediums out there. There's brilliant mediums out there that are dedicated to service, but there's, there's also a lot of fraudulent mediums that want to take the money and run. Yeah. And there's also a lot of mediums that are just not developed enough. So you want to, one, uh, see if you can get recommendations, first of all, to people. And then you want to kind of try and understand that medium's journey. I wouldn't, and that people might disagree with me, but I wouldn't say go to an 18 or a 20 year old that hasn't lived life. If you're really suffering grief, if you want to get a psychic reading, then maybe you'll be okay that way. But um, if you're really suffering grief, try and look at somebody's story. A lot of the mediums have got their stories that are on the, their websites and, and they do podcasts and things like that. And they don't have to be famous or anything. Just watch them on YouTube, listen to a podcast, read some of the articles they write. Just Get a feeling from them that they're the right person. But most of the time, spirit will, will guide you to the right medium. If you put it out to the, to the spirit world, I, I, I'm suffering, I, I really need to speak to someone. The other side will guide you to the right person. I have 100% faith in that happening. I've had so many people that have, that have come to me and said, you know, okay, I wasn't recommended, but I just felt that you were the person. And, I listened to you or I heard you and I had this feeling or right. one woman, this, and I think I wrote this in one of my previous books, uh, one woman went home, she, she came home from work and her computer was, she didn't have a computer on all day. And when she came in, 
my picture and website was up on her screen. And she turned it off and then she came in, she, she went in it and it was on again. And she had had some bad experiences with me. And then all of a sudden, you know, she contacted me and I wasn't going to take her. I said, no, I am. And then I had that, that knowing that nudge. And she traveled from another country and she, she came and she sat and, and I, I was able to be a part of her story. So I believe that the spirit will guide you. But it's really down to the person to try and get a feeling from that person and, and look at the work that they're doing. Mm. And then you'll know. Because anybody can go and just put in the internet and find a, a website and then just book them. But not knowing. You, you want to kind of don't just jump into it. Uh, and that's, that's the kind of, that's the, the tips I would give. Anything else that you'd like to uh, tell our listeners? Can inspire them to know that they're not alone in the universe and that this incarnation on planet earth isn't the be all and the end all yes actually i what i'll do is i'll send you a link to a meditation that i did that i i you have to get invited to and they can do that little quiet meditation and it will give them no end of comfort uh, a lot of people use it to connect with a loved one and a lot of people use it just to recognize their own spirit, give it out freely. Uh, it's not kind of public or anything, but it's on an app that I have. I have a password and stuff. So I'll invite, I'll give you a link and you can invite your listeners to it um, and they can go and listen to that. And, and I would say that um, in the normal world is try and be quiet in your mind. Try and just have some time to yourself to sit in a quiet place and be with you, be with you and only you. And you will recognize the power of the spirit. And you may feel the power of the other side. You may even be touched by the other side in some energetic way. Sit with yourself and feel and recognize who you are. Thank you. Once again, if our listeners would like to work with you or get in contact with you around grief and mediumship, where would they go? Definitely connect with me direct uh, on Instagram, which is where I answer a lot of questions and it's at spiritual medium. That's at spiritual medium. If you want to learn about the afterlife and spirituality, then just go on my YouTube channel. There's 84 lessons there for people to learn from. And I'm happy for them to do that. Jock Brokus Evidential Medium. Okay. Jock Brokus. B-R-O-C-A-S. And if they want to, if they want to get a copy of my book, Deadly Departed, and they buy the book and they connect with me, they also get an invite to my special group. Ooh. Well, you heard it here. It's been such a pleasure to have you on our show again and just allowing people to be um, okay in the grief process and yeah. also to be able to transcend that grief process by the ability to understand that we are more than our physical bodies. That's such a gift. So thank you for sharing that with our listeners. And for our listeners, thank you once again for joining us on Belief Busters, and I'll see you on the flip side. 
If you are enjoying these conversations about assessing your belief systems and how to transform outdated beliefs, then please subscribe and give us a positive review. To support this podcast and its transformative work, you can also become a sponsor for as little as $5 a month. You can reach Rev. Cherie at info at beliefbusterspodcast.org. To continue on this journey of evolution, you can also get my book, Turning Your Why into Why Not, at Amazon or any other bookstores, which gives you practical tools to do this work. See you next time on the flip side.